2: Have you checked out all the new handicappers at WagerTalk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all-access purchase at WagerTalk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep, covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose a handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase.
4: Happy Thursday, guys. Welcome to Wager Talk TV. Uh, this is Stoppage Time. I'm Carmine Bianco, Champions League. Uh, some great games uh, this week, uh, but we're off uh, or we're on to uh, Europa League. We have a couple games today. Uh, one early one, so you're going to want to listen to this show uh, Man United and Real Betis, uh, Sporting and Arsenal. And then we're going to do a couple games from the Premier League on the weekend Leicester City and Chelsea. And Newcastle and Wolves with me from WagerTalk.com. It's Kevin Dolan returning to his regular seat with some Wi-Fi. Uh, Brian Power and of course in the sports memo seat, it's Pablo Lagarentos who filled in admirably admirably for Kev uh, on Tuesday show. Let's bring the boys in. Pablo, go to you first since you know, man, you filled in. Uh, I really appreciate you coming in last minute on Tuesday. Uh, how, how's the week been for you thus far?
1: Uh, Really nice. I swept the board on uh, Tuesday. I had the under in the Chelsea match. I had a 2% on João Mario to score anytime. It was a nice also a free play in the show. Um, Yesterday, not so much, to be honest. I had Romero to be carded, which was also uh, a free play on the show. And you know, that guy got two yellow cards. He's a walking card. He's like the new Pepe for me. I love that guy. So, uh, yesterday, um, to be honest, I took I, I took a couple of small-stick bets on Tottenham to win, uh, and PSG not to lose. Uh, both went uh, overboard, but uh, that Romero card prop just uh, really salvaged the day. But uh, uh, it was more likely it should have been a pass for me yesterday, but, but today I have a big, a big slate. We have uh, 16 matches in the, Europa, in the Europa Conference League. I have a big package with uh, the late matches, like six plays in there, all 2%, 3%, and of course I have one early package for the early matches as well. Awesome, my,
4: my man. Keep keep them uh, coming. Keep them winning. Uh, if you keep them winning, you keep uh, everyone happy, which is always a, a good thing. A split out for me yesterday. Uh, um, the the PSG game didn't go as I thought. The the Tottenham-AC Milan game did go as I thought. I had the, the halftime draw on the under two and a half, so I don't think I had to really sweat out to, uh, those ones, Spurs. Uh, Spurs one, uh, one and done in the first round again. Antonio Conte just can't seem to win in
3: Champions League. Brian, how was your day? Yesterday was great. Carmen uh, had six best bets uh, on the docket. Won five of them, including a three and zero sweep in college hoops. As far as soccer, unfortunately, the one best bet loss was in soccer. I wound up splitting uh, the, the two matches yesterday. In the Champions League, I had PSG plus half a goal. They couldn't get it done, but uh doesn't get much easier than the under in AC Milan. Tottenham, obviously a goalless draw there. Uh, you wish they were all that easy. I have another total here in the Europa League set to go off in the early window. That starts another six-play card uh, for Thursday. 24-13 and 13 last 11 days overall, and soccer 10-3-1 Last 14. So, uh, feeling pretty good coming today and very excited to talk about the uh two matches I've been assigned here today, especially that Chelsea one because we have to go into that debacle from less than 48 hours ago. How there was no over in that, I still cannot believe what I saw.
4: Yeah, that was um, it, it was quite the game, and we'll get to obviously, we'll get to that. That'll be the third one. Uh, on the card that we uh, we discussed, but we've got to bring Kevin in, uh, and I'm going to put up a graphic, Kev. Just as you come in, I'll put up the we'll get the graphic up first, because uh, you, you mentioned on previous shows you were taking Bayern Munich um, at uh, double digits to win this Champions League. And look at look at this look at these numbers uh, as far as Bayern Munich, if we can uh, get that up on the screen, as far as PSG uh, in the last round, uh, group stages right through to um, shutting out PSG over two legs, they have been nearly flawless, allowing. You know, a, a couple of goals uh, in one of their games when they had everything under wraps anyways. But uh, just absolutely unbelievable. This team just looks unstoppable right now. Everyone keeps talking about Man City and Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland, And I've said it where these guys are the odds-on favorite. But maybe, Kev, maybe Bayern deserve to be the odds-on
3: favorite.
0: You know, Nick mentioned that actually uh, a couple of weeks ago, you kind of like the Barcelona Manchester United game in Europa League, where the time to jump on is when they have those tough games. See, you know, because you were getting the same odds on United as well, um, I believe kind of similar because no one's no one kind of knows, you know, who's going to go through. So you're you're getting a massive boost in your odds at the time, and you know, to me, Bayern Munich far stronger uh, than PSG across the board, their XG data from last year's Champions League uh, was, you know, exceptional. So I really like them. And, you know, we've got a side 25-1 to play on Chelsea. You know, maybe maybe they're starting to turn things around. But, uh, yeah, we're in a nice little 6-0 run on soccer client place to start the week as well. Um, Absolutely crushing those English lower leagues. I, uh, you know, I, I love those leagues. Books are hanging out some incredibly soft numbers so you know well the well all the the razzmatazz is going on with champions league and so on we had Accrington ipswich over on tuesday night we had bradford walsall under as well and that slate. all these lines obviously widely available at you know DraftKings, kings fanduel and so on so you know look definitely not sexy you're not gonna find these games on sky sports main event or whatever but you know, thankfully, you know, money on Bradford pays the same as PSG. So, um, yeah, like looking forward to the rest of the season and this week, especially.
4: I, I, dude, I, I love that. It, it, the money spends the same way, no matter who the team name is, as long as they win. Um, and, and the, the, at the end of the day, it's all that really matters. Uh, you know, in reviewing these shows and reviewing the notes, uh, and I, I always have your liens uh, after the show. Uh, there's been a lot more winners on this show than losers. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes the losers aren't actually the the, the games that lost. But uh, some of these guys on Twitter who think they, they'll they troll you for some reason, they have nothing better to do in life. One guy, I think, trolled uh, Pavlos and I this morning, that uh, same guy who was begging for money a couple of weeks ago. But with that said, guys, <laughs> let's get right to it, man. Man City, uh, sorry, Man United and Real Betis. Let's get the odds up on this one this is going to be a good one i think from old trafford man united minus 237 the draws a plus 381 real Betis plus 637. kev you and i are going to do this i'm just gonna a couple talking points for me and then i'm gonna to go to you on this one that loss to liverpool is fresh in their heads 7-0 um the media just ripped apart uh man united who were having a fantastic season prior to that Everyone on Bruno Fernandez, everyone on uh the team in general that uh Rashford didn't play his his normal game. They get by, right back at it and they're at home at Old Trafford. They have won uh or they have gone 15 straight games at, at Old Trafford, where they have scored two or more goals. You have to go back to October 30th of last season where they uh, or, or of last year, where uh West Ham held them. Uh, and it was 1-0 United in that game, uh, but 15 straight games where they scored 2 plus, 17 of the last 18 that scored two-plus. You can guess where I'm going here. Even though this is uh, leg one, you figure Real Betis is going to come here, try and get a result, go home. They come off a very good defensive performance against Real Madrid in La Liga play where they held them scoreless in a 0-0 draw, but uh, there have been last 10 games or so i think we're going to see some goals in this one and it would put it past me for bettis to get on the score sheet as well too i'm going to take over 2.75 in this game which is a split line of two and a half and three as the play here kev give me your thoughts
0: uh, i agree carmine uh, from a side perspective i am expecting a tricky game for you and i did in this one um. Look, we just know how solid these Spanish teams are in this competition, you know, bar Eintracht Frankfurt's victory last year, seven of the previous 10 winners of the Europa League had all come from Spain, most notably Sevilla making up a lot of those numbers, but we don't even need to go back that far, you know, Betis have already proven how dangerous they are in this, you know, this season back in the group stage, and um, they, they went to the Stadio Olimpico, beat Roma. Uh, the top of the group with you know they never lost in the group undefeated record. Um, and United came up a little short in their group. Uh, if we cast our minds back, uh, Real Sociedad topped the group. Sociedad also came to Old Trafford, beat United as well. So this isn't a gimme game by any stretch. I don't really agree with the odds. Um, there's no way I'd be you know rushing to the window, you know minus two sixty or whatever it is right now to bet on United. Um, if anything, I'd be on the better side of the play, or you know, especially catching a goal in a quarter. Um, looks like a big head start here, but I'm kind of in agreement with you. The, the bet I like more in this one is the both teams to score prop at minus 105. I think that's, you know, a great price. United, as you mentioned, their scoring record, I think I wrote down earlier, they've scored in 18 straight games now at home across all competitions. Go back to October. Um, You know, on Bettis, I've only failed to find the back of the net just once on the road, Across 2023, so far, four of those five road games coming with score scoring multiple goals as well. So the market seems to favour United 2 0 uh, as the most likely correct scoreline here. I'm not in agreement with that. As good as United have been this season defensively, you know, especially at Old Trafford, I'd be very surprised if United can keep Betis out here. You know, iglesia sits as the joint fourth highest scorer in the Liga this season. Betis on La Liga's third highest defensive XG rating as well, behind only the two heavyweights of Real Madrid and Barcelona. So I think the Spanish side are live in this one, plus 1.25 looks extremely decent on the handicap. A 1-1 correct scoreline, if you're into those type of things, um, would be the way i kind of look as well. Perhaps 2-1 to either side, uh, likely United. But look, I'm going to keep it simple in this one. I like the both teams to score. I expect both teams to find the back of the net. And at minus 105, uh, I like that price.
4: All right, Kevin Dolan, Kev. Plus, uh, I'm going to throw right back to, at you just for a quick second: uh, agreement or disagreement doesn't really matter. But plus, seven fifty on Man United to win exact score two one. Would you uh, throw a couple of Guinness on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, wait That that would definitely be one of the score lines I'd be looking at. I think United should be should be favored. I just think getting over a goal in the handicaps a bit much, but uh, yeah, that'd be definitely in the, in the wheelhouse of where I would expect this score to land.
4: All right, Kevin Dolan of Wager Talk, who will be at this year's meet and greet on August the nineteenth at the Westgate. Make sure you come out, meet the guys. We're going to see if Paulos is coming. We'll see if Brian Power uh, is coming. So it's going to be. Last year was a phenomenal. Uh, so many guys came in. Uh, A lot of customers, clients, and just viewers came in. We had such a great time, and we'll try and do it again. Uh, And he's going to do the 18-pint Guinness Challenge, so I'm looking forward to that one. All right, guys, uh, speaking of uh, good contests, here is another one. Uh, This one also goes today at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Sporting and Arsenal. Sporting Lisbon, plus 241 at home. The draw is plus 244. Arsenal, plus 115. Uh, Brian, I'm going to go to you first on this one. You're getting the Gunners, top of the league, playing some very good football at plus money. But this is a tough venue to play in, and a lot of teams have come to Sporting and and, uh, haven't left with any points. Give me your thoughts on this one.
3: Yeah, my thoughts are that it is hard for me to believe that Arsenal isn't prioritizing the Premier League over the Europa League right now. And I think the starting 11 is going to reflect that today. And look, it's a tight battle. We all know it at the top of the table in the EPL. Uh, The three points did not come easy for the Gunners over the weekend against Boardman. They had to erase a 2-0 deficit. The game winner comes seven minutes into stoppage time. And the fixtures are piling up. We talk about this a lot this time of year. This will be Arsenal's seventh match in the last twenty six days. So if they're rotating, like it's being reported, and they just have a weaker starting eleven than normal, that's trouble. Because uh as you alluded to, Carm, this Sporting Lisbon team—they're very good—and um, they don't have the luxury right now of being able to rely on domestic football over European football. They're fourth in Portugal right now, five points back of Champions League qualifying. So they may not get there. And this is probably their best shot. I honestly regretted not playing them in the second leg last round uh, when they win 4-0 over Michelin in Denmark. Uh, I thought they were the better side in the first leg, even though it was a 1-1 draw and they needed uh, a stoppage time equalizer there. If you remember last year, sporting, they were in the last 16 of the Champions League. They've controlled over 50% Percent of their possession in all domestic matches this season. I think, at the very least, they can play to a draw in this first leg at home. I got them plus half a goal here this afternoon in uh, the Europa League action.
4: Yeah, Brian. Uh, sorry, I had to unmute myself. I muted myself just to, <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to yeah. cough there. But listen, I agree with you. Listen, I I get it. Arsenal's playing some some very good football. You wonder if you know their performances over the last few weeks haven't been as sharp as they have uh, um, during most of the season, where their run has been uh, a phenomenal. It's 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 a tough venue, and I get it. They they have to sort of prioritize. I think winning. Winning the league uh, is first and foremost uh, in their minds, but they want to come here and, and get some type of a result uh, in this game. But Sporting are such a tough team, uh, and they've proven to be so over the last, you know, uh, not only the last few years in uh, in Premier League in, in Portugal, but uh, you know, even in uh, European competitions. Pablo's, um, I'm going to go to you for the final word on 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 this one. Give me your thoughts
1: on this Sporting Arsenal game. Well, uh I agree. It's a very tricky match for Arsenal. Uh Sporting are a very dangerous side. Yes, they went through a rough patch, but now they've uh you know, they've been quite uh, good lately. Um they won four in a row. They only lost to Porto and Maritimo in their last 20 matches in all competitions. They have 15 wins, 3 losses and two draws. Uh, They have some excellent quality up front and uh, they can easily hurt this Arsenal defense. And uh, from what I'm reading, uh, there's a very good chance Arsenal are going to use, of course, they're going to rotate, heavily rotate the squad. And there's a very good chance we're going to see their January signing Kivior uh, in the starting centre-back position. And I read somewhere that Tomiyasu is considered as the left-back in that squad. Now, uh, Ben White is doing a good job playing at the right-back. He's not a right-back, but he can just man the position correctly tomiyasu cannot uh i watch this guy all season he there is a lot of talent but his mind seems to go absent at times and uh that's why arteta doesn't really use him he only subs him in for the last five minutes you know uh just to protect the lead now if tomiyasu starts at the left flank which i doubt it i think arteta will find something else but if what i read was true if tomiyasu is at the left back At the left flank, they're gonna have a serious trouble down that uh, that side. So, um, not a lot of chemistry between the um, uh, the Arsenal defenders. And we should say that, yeah, Arsenal were using their their reserves, uh, their reserves. They're they're really good players, and they're eager to prove themselves and get some more playing time. So, using reserves reserves is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, So, yeah, they did an excellent job in the group stage. So, I think this is a very tricky match for Arsenal. As Brian said, at some point, have to focus heavily uh, on winning the EPL, which is probably their biggest concern right now. So as far as this match goes, I see goals on both sides here. Uh, I like the price, even money, plus 100. And uh, I might sprinkle some money on, uh, you know, some card props, goal scorer props and stuff like that.
4: Awesome. Uh, Paulo. So I, I, I like it. And you look at it and you look at uh, like even the injury report that I'm looking at and uh Trosari won't be it, it, uh it's it's saying he will not uh he will not play obviously Gabriel Jesus is finally on the field uh finally on the pitch finally uh working with the team again but he's still I have to believe he's still uh, a ways out before he's even ready uh, a match fit to get in like 30 minutes or so and Nikethia looks like he could very well miss uh, this lineup and they've got a, they've got Fulham in three days time an away fixture so um I Would you lean to, Pavlos, would you lean to like an under in a game like this where Arsenal just goes there trying to get some type of a result, uh, obviously not wanting to lose this tie in leg one, uh, and then uh, just take care of business when they get home for the uh, return fixture uh, uh, next week?
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry.
1: yeah, I did look at the under, but to be honest, it was an over in my eyes. But then I looked at the stats at the at the uh, at the lines. The line is at uh, 2.25, and it's going even uh, lower. So I I don't. It might be a 1-1 draw to be honest. Which uh, if you bet on the under, it's gonna be at least a half win. Uh, but you know, this is one of the matches where really I get the both them to score, and I don't care who wins. I don't care if there is a third goal. <laughs> this is actually an extra layer of not caring in this match. So both teams to score for me. I'll stick to that.
4: I don't care who wins, and I have no regard for human life. That is what (laughs) (laughs) Pavlos' lines are on this show. Guys, before we get into uh, the weekend's EPL games, a couple of games uh, with the first one being Leicester and uh, Chelsea, I want to mention the promo that we mentioned on Tuesday's show because this one expires a Friday at midnight. Um, the 90 day all access package was reduced to 499 for a limited time only, only till Friday at midnight. You can use the coupon code ST200 and you can get an additional $200 off that 90 day soccer all access package, which is all plays, props, 5% plays released in soccer for any one of the cappers that are on this show uh, regularly, which includes Paulos and Nick Borman at Sports Memo. So you'll get it basically for $299, which is $100 a month. And that's going to cover you right through the end of the domestic league seasons, which end at the end of May. So take advantage of that ST200 code over at WagerTalk for the 90-day all-access. All right, guys, we are going to move on to Chelsea and uh, Leicester City. Let's have a look at the prices on this one. Leicester City, plus 276 The draw is plus 255. Or Chelsea, even money, plus 100. Uh, Brian, you know, you and I are going to do this game, and I'm going to say, uh, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, that win by, uh, by Chelsea over Dortmund was probably by far their best performance under Graham Potter. But I think it's their best performance of the season. I have not seen this team, and I've watched a lot of their games because I watch a lot of football, uh, a lot of games this season, and I've never seen them play that well. They were focused. Uh, they were attacking. Uh, probably should have seen some more goals in that game. I'm not sure as how, how, how that stayed under. But now the focus shifts to the uh, to the Premier League because uh, they won't have to play another Champions League game for at least a couple of weeks. So the focus shifts. They're sitting in 10th, 11 points back of a top four spot, which is tough in itself. But this is probably a good spot for them to uh, – uh to be playing lester this team is struggling to score right now almost five hours without a goal three straight losses three straight uh times that they've been held off the score sheet and that noose around brendan Rodgers' neck must be getting tighter the fans are booing him he's not enjoying it this team's not enjoying it um, i can't see anything other than i'm taking chelsea here to build off that win make it three straight uh wins for them in all competitions and i'm going to take the plus money here so give me chelsea at uh plus 100 here what are your thoughts well
3: you know you talk about the match uh on tuesday against dortmund i'm watching it and there was a point in the first half guys where i was just expecting that yakety sax jingle to start playing when chelsea got possession of the ball because I had come on the show. Nick Borman said the same thing Tuesday. Chelsea is due to score. Chelsea is due to score. And in the opening, what? 15, 20 minutes of that match, the fact that it was still nil nil was preposterous. You know, it was, and it was even more preposterous that when I stepped out of the room for a minute, that's when they scored the first goal, Chelsea. Uh, and, then, and so I'm like, all right, well, there you go. And I'm sitting there. And then comes the penalty. I... When that first penalty hit the post, I actually thought of this chair just laughing. I was like, this team is doomed. And then they get a second chance. I'm like, if they blow this, this second chance of a penalty, just send this team down to the championship. Just relegate them. And they made it. They converted. to 2 nothing. I'm what, feeling good. I'm like, this over's got to hit. We've got 40 minutes left of soccer to play. And Carm, if you remember Tuesday's show, you kind of played devil's advocate on that over to uh, Nick and I, and I said, well, hey, here's the thing. Chelsea has also been a little fortunate when it comes to conceding this season. Among Premier League sides, only Newcastle, Liverpool, and Fulham have larger positive gaps between actual and expected goals allowed. And then, of course, what happens? Dortmund, a side that had previously won 10 in a row, averaging two and a half goals per match, doesn't score. So... Uh, it appears that overs are kind of doomed with Chelsea, but I am going to bang my head against the wall, bang my fist against this desk, and I'm going to say to take the over in this match again. Uh, now, as you mentioned, Leicester, uh, they have not scored a goal in any of their last three matches. If you're new to soccer, that's obviously very bad. But uh, they, they infamously had the one match against Arsenal where they only created a .02 xG. That's horrific. But they did create 1.4 xG against Man City, 1.7 XG last week against Southampton. I think they too are due to find the back of the net. I'm sticking with what I said on Tuesday. Chelsea is going to continue scoring. I don't think they keep Leicester uh, clean here either. We are going over two and a half Chelsea Leicester this weekend. It has to happen. Come on.
4: Come on. I like it. And you know, the, the thing is, why, uh, is <laughs> with the, the funny thing is, is, is I'm watching that game and and when you watch enough football and, you, and you're and you a sicko like me in the sense of uh, you watch about 18 hours of football in a weekend, which drives my wife absolutely nuts, I will record games and, and watch them because they're being played at the same time. I want to see them. So Fubo TV, where I watch all my Premier League games, if I can't watch, I watch two at a time and I'll record a couple so I can watch them, even though I know the final results, I love to see the way the game was played. Uh, watching that game, you get conditioned on watching these penalties and sometimes you just fear the worst that they're going to miss. And when Kai Havertz uh, lined up (laughs) over that ball, I I no longer look at the, the, the guy taking the penalty. I'm looking at the goalie's feet to see if he leaves early or I'm looking at the top of the box to see if the players encroach early because, so they t- retake the penalty. The minute he took that penalty, I, I, the first thought that came to my head was encroach, encroach, right? And then they stop it and they make him retake it, and uh, and you wonder if the same guy is going to take it or somebody else is going to take it. But he took it, slotted it in. You know, they went on, and then there was there was opportunities for more goals in that game. Yeah. They just didn't come, and I couldn't believe it. So uh, I believe sometimes you're on the right the right play with the wrong result. And while I played devil's advocate with you guys, you guys were on the right play thinking there were going to be goals and you just got the wrong result uh, in that one. You should have gotten the results. We'll see what happens here, because as you said, the Leicester is a team that can surprise you at times. Their form looks absolutely terrible. Uh, They're three, three and six at home. Second worst record in the Premier League at home with only Southampton being better. But then a team like Tottenham comes in and they blow the doors out on Tottenham and beat them 4-1 out of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so was- so I so I get it. I absolutely get it. it. It should be an enjoyable game, uh nonetheless. But we have another game to talk about. Uh these are a couple of teams that no don't normally score goals. Uh, so let's look at this one, and, and uh, Kevin and Pavlos will break it down, and then we'll do some leans at the uh, at the end of the show. You'll see the leans that we mentioned throughout the show. It is Newcastle and Wolves. Newcastle minus one forty nine, the draws plus two eighty six, Wolves plus four thirty one. Uh, Kev, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Uh, listen, this Newcastle team has played so great throughout the season, but they seem to be. Coming back down to earth a little bit uh, over the last little while, they currently sit sixth. Uh, You look at their last five, and they've only picked up three of a possible 15 points. Um, Give me your thoughts on this game.
0: Well, definitely not expecting a shootout in this one, Carmine. Um, You know, since Lopetegui took charge over at Wolves, uh, they now rank top eight in the league on total points gained. Um, I'm kind of a little annoyed by his appointment to be honest because I took Wolves to go down back at the start of the season, plus 550. You know, their metrics were absolutely dreadful last year, they vastly outperformed the data. Um, and look, if there's look, death, taxes, and regression, those are the only sure things in life. And uh, <laughs> Wolves were delivering, and um, they were sitting rock bottom of the league when Lopetegui took charge. but... You know, it's safe to say that bet's dead and buried right now because Wolves look like, you know, they look like a fairly different team right now. You know, they've, they've somehow kept that solid defence while, you know, they're more dangerous going forward. And, you know, as a testament to that, only Liverpool have allowed less goals at home uh, since Lopetegui, Lopetegui took charge at Wolves. 0.4 goals per game uh, given up on average at the You So, you know, they face Newcastle side, as you said, you know, have had some recent issues. They faced a fairly tough schedule, though. To be fair to them, um, but look, they still rank as the EPL's best defensive team overall this year. You know, they've allowed by far the fewest goals at the back. They rank number two in defensive XGA, also. So, I think this will be an incredibly, you know, tight game here on Sunday. Two solid sides, obviously, and you know, Newcastle really need to focus on stopping the rot here uh you know as you mentioned winless and five straight games now heading into this one and they're in real dangerous you know slipping out of those european spots uh, as a result so i don't see a ton of action in this game it was kind of you know debating whether to go with the under 2.25 here or the both teams to score no i believe both of those hit um but i'll just about say with the both to, both teams to score no in this one at minus 125 uh you know, could see this one falling 1-0 one either way here on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, both teams to score no for me in this one at minus 125.
4: All right, Kevin Dolan dot wagertalk.com. Guys, I enjoy doing this show with you guys and Nick Borman because I get to jot down all these great ideas for T-shirts. I've got Pavlos. Uh, I don't, uh, I've got the over. I don't care who wins. Uh, no regard for human life. And now Kevin Dolan throws out the stop the rot um I've got get exactly. some shirts made up and we're gonna give these away on some of the shows I absolutely love it Pablos hmm. give me your thoughts on this one wolves Newcastle uh, the magpies in need of a win
1: yeah that's true The uh you know they one might look at their the recent uh you know results and say oh they, they're going into a slump uh they're going into a slump because they they played City United and Liverpool in the last three so those results with a grain of salt yes um, you know they were bought out by the arabs they invested not a lot of money so far in this um uh in this squad and they're doing a really good job with a still limited roster i mean they didn't get any big uh, names they bought isaac they bought Guimaraes. they brought Trippier, they brought uh, like four or five players but not by any you know uh they're not superstars by any means so they're doing a really good job um and take those recent results with a grain of salt now they're getting a whole side that are cursed this season, man. They 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 have a curse. They, wh- whichever forward they bring in, he gets injured. They brought in Kalejic from the Bundesliga, a really excellent addition. He in his first match, out for season. Uh, they brought in Diego Costa. He was stretchered off in the last match. Uh, Adama Traore from um, from Barca, he's non-existent. Um, what um, only Podence, I believe, is uh, is just a bit healthy. I think he's the only one that ha- has lost just one. Much due to injury, so they're cursed up front. Uh, but that's not the reason why they play so defensively. Uh, Wolves are traditionally a very defensive side. This season, I don't look, I, I don't like what they did with the defense. Um, they have a really young defense. Yes, it's a nice, you know, project for the future. But um, their defense is just—it's uh, uh, not that bad, but it's not great like it used to be now. Uh, Newcastle, 11-2 and two to the under 2.5 goals in the last 13 matches. The only two matches went, that went to the over were Cup matches. Uh, Wolves are 9-4 and four to the under 2.5 goals in the last 13 matches. Uh, with those four overs coming against Liverpool twice, uh, Manchester City and another goal, uh, another over was against uh, Southampton in a match where Southampton had an early red card. Of course, it was an over. So, um, historically, 7-1 and one to the under 2.5 goals in the last eight matches between two sides. However, However, and that's my only objection objection about um, Kevin's play. Six of the last eight matches were 1-1 draws. So I'm definitely spending some money on the 1-1 draw. I'm probably going to put it in a in a round robin or something. Uh, but my my best bet for this match is taking the under two and a quarter goals here. I think there's going to be a maximum of two goals. Uh, so worst case scenario, this is a half win. But uh, there's got to be a very few goals in this match.
4: All right. Um, Pablo Segretos, Sports Memo. Guys, let's get into, um, uh, the review of our plays so we can have a look at what everyone has or what they gave out on the show. And we're going to go right to, um, Brian first. Brian, tell us what you have up at Wager Talk and we'll have a look at your liens on today's show.
3: Yeah, just one more time. Had six best bets on Wednesday. We won five of them. We've got six plays ready, uh, locked, and loaded for Thursday. First one is in the Europa League. You got just a little bit over two hours uh, if you want that one. And then we swept the board in college hoops last night, 3-0. and uh, uh, We have four college hoops plays. Uh, today I will be of course on wager talk today uh in just a little bit over an hour as well so if you are not sick of me uh well in 90 minutes we'll see what you say but uh we're looking for another big day uh here on Thursday carb and uh looking for a big weekend here as March Madness rolls along and uh, looking to continue that 10-3 and 1 soccer run as well.
4: Let's do it man keep winning the great thing is if you guys keep winning and and uh and I keep winning it is a great competition. Uh, everyone's happy on the back end and, uh, between us, we, we, we shoot for those bragging rights, uh, as well too. Kev, welcome back again, man. Uh, and, and great future on the Bayer Munich. I hope it, uh, uh, you get to a point where you can either, I know you're not a hedger, but, or a gardener, Oof. but, uh, where you can put yourself in a position if you want to, or your clients want to of cashing out, tell us what you have up at wager talk. And,
0: uh, we'll have a look at your liens on today's show. Don't forget about Chelsea, Carmine. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. forget about Chelsea. Uh, we've got a ton of action up right now over a way to talk um, You know, NBA, NHL, boxing, obviously. But we've got 14 soccer plays uh, that we've fired on. They're loaded up right now on site, obviously starting with tonight's Europa League, going right the way through the weekend. So great time to jump on board, lock in that code ST200 um believe that's one of the deepest discounts we've ever done on soccer at widgetalk and you know look on a purely game by game basis between now and june i'm not sure what that works out to uh you know per game a couple of cents per player whatever as you know soccer is at least my main sport at widgetalk so yeah look a uh, ton of action right now so definitely great time to jump on board
4: all right best of luck to you as well too uh pavlos i'm gonna go to you uh next uh i'm i'm hoping you're making it out to the wager talk meet and greet in august uh my wife is coming i'll be booking my trip shortly and she's always like i gotta meet this pavlos guy that's uh the guy with the big beard so i think it's because i think it's because you have a very good heart you seem like a really good guy and and uh not to turn this into a different type of show but um, it's why I enjoy doing the show with you guys. And it's why I try and tell people on Twitter who love to troll or do whatever. Um, life's too short to be so negative. Try and be a better version of yourself every day, Pavlos. Uh, and this is the advice I would give to people out there. So, um, now with that said, this is an Oprah. Give us your, uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to blast you off that sports memo. and We'll have a look at your
1: leans okay thanks for all the kind words uh you know you guys are also very sweet guys and i i appreciate everything that you've done for me now i do have uh i'm on a seven and one run in five percent plays in the champions league this season guys it's been going amazing i have one loaded for uh next tuesday uh, it's a play on the spread i really love that uh, i have a four percent side bet for uh sunday or for saturday actually 12 and one run since november with these four percent side bets it's been going amazing and i have eight plays for tonight's uh, Europa and Europa Conference League uh, matches, Uh, two of them are in the early bracket, 12.45pm, so there is a two-pack, and there is uh, a six-pack or a seven-pack with uh, plays from the earlier bracket, like 3pm from the Europa League, Europa Conference League, all of them two or three percent, uh, um, it's two totals, three both teams to score and two player props, we're going to make some money today, guys.
4: Love it, buddy, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. Three plays up for me uh, today in Europa League. Uh, First one kicks off at 12.45 uh, Eastern time. Uh, 5% play up in the NHL tonight, and then some other NHL plays that will uh, go up shortly. So uh, maybe pick up the one-day all-access, and uh, $39, you get them all. Um, Guys, listen, we're going to be back on Tuesday again. Uh, It is... uh, a couple more of the uh, the leg twos of the uh, Champions League. And then I'm looking forward to seeing the draw after that to see who these teams are going to get, not only in the quarterfinals, but we'll also know uh, the winners who will meet up in the semifinals. That's a great thing about the quarterfinal draw. Uh, we'll do those. Uh, we'll cover four Champions League games. Uh, and then uh, on Thursday, we'll do some Europa League and some e- uh, some EPL games or games of interest in uh in, in Europe. So for myself, Brian Power, uh, Kevin Dolan, and Pablos Lagaretos, this is stoppage time. Thanks for watching, guys, and best of luck with your wagers.
2: Have you checked out all the new handicappers at WagerTalk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all access purchase at WagerTalk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose a handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase.